Greetings, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host, and each week I work to help you consider world events from a biblical and prophetic worldview so we as God's children can know how He wants us to respond to experience the victorious, abundant life Christ died to give us. I am among those God is charged with the assignment of researching to discover truth that mainstream media is not providing. And in the process, I've learned that there has been a very long-established evil agenda that's been covertly promoted, an agenda that is not in the best interest of the majority of the people in this world, but instead seeks to serve the greedy, power- and control-hungry, self-appointed elite who want to rule the world. If the scholars and prophets are correct, the derailment of America started in less than 100 years of its founding. I covered this in my podcast episode 41, which was titled Truth Revealed Through Crisis. Historians say when the Republic of America was founded, it was established under the Constitution for the United States of America. But after the Civil War, which left our country in a serious financial condition, Congress cut a deal with the international bankers to secure a loan, which in 1871 created a corporation under the Constitution of the United States of America, with this corporation owned by foreign interests. The difference between the term the Constitution for the United States of America and the Constitution of the United States of America is very subtle and was intended to go unnoticed by the public. This corporation essentially shoved the original Constitution into the background, which provided new rules for the leaders of the corporation to now follow and opened the door for Satan to begin another long-term plan of corruption that included the formation of various secret societies. Societies such as the Freemasons, Skull and Bones, the Illuminati, the Bilderberg, and more. This is the time many believe the Deep State or the Cabal was first formed in America. I have a link to an online article titled Secret Societies in America provided for you in the show notes. And it seems it was the first time America had been sold out, but not the last. It's a sinister plan, an agenda that's being advanced by people who are influenced by none other than Satan himself. What we are living through is an epic demonstration of the battle between good and evil, an epic battle between God and his followers against Satan and his adherents playing out in our lifetime. Even in this, what we must understand and remain focused on is God has been revealing all this evil so we would wake up to the truth. We, the people of the world, have been deceived, and as I've also expressed before, the nature of deception means the victim is unaware of their condition. So it takes something radical, drastic, and even shocking and painful to cause us to reconsider what we believe to be true. God is permitting the exposure and the experience of the true extent of evil to wake us up for the purpose of giving everyone who will repent a chance to turn to God. My heart has grieved and I have wept in great agony and I have been moved in tremendous compassion seeing the many devastating realities Satan has caused people to suffer worldwide. The innocent people in Ukraine, those who have been severely damaged by the jab, people losing loved ones because of this heinous so-called vaccination, the radical increase in violent crimes and destruction of property, the loss of income through mandates and inflation, the corruption of our court system, the violations of our Constitution, the shedding of innocent blood by abortion with a new law in California that seeks to kill babies up to 28 days after they are born the indoctrination of our children in an effort to mainstream all sorts of deviant lifestyles with parents promoting these abominations. It's enough to completely overwhelm and immobilize the masses to the point of giving up. And that's exactly what Satan is trying to achieve. We've arrived at the most critical time period in God's plan to date. 
This is not time to give up. This is time to get reft up and take your place in the battle like never before, especially beginning this month of June and through September this year. I have prophetically believed these months of June through September would be the most critical where we would experience the greatest clash between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. This is not a time for the faint and weary or those who still have doubt. Those who doubt God and his revealed plan can expect to be overwhelmed. Only those who believe and take their personal place in God's plan, inspired by the triumphant spirit of Joshua and Caleb, will prevail. God has revealed his intention to rescue, release, and restore all things, and we must work with him to take back the land. Oh, please hear me on this. We did not lose the land. And by that I mean our Christian power and influence over the world. Neither was our power and influence stolen from us. No, Little by little over the years, we gave up our power and influence, allowing the enemy of God to advance his plans. We allowed our hearts to drift away from God and his ways, incrementally accepting the evil ways of the enemy of God. And just as the Bible reveals has occurred repeatedly in history, we as God's people have been given over to our heart's desires, to the fruit of our doings, to finally wake us up. The blatant LBGTQ and our children being recruited by men in drag and indoctrination for gender transformation is evidence of how far we've allowed sin and evil to enter the world. If you are now awake, if you are ready to admit what you once believed to be true, that many people and institutions you once trusted have proven false, if you are righteously aroused to join what God wants to do to rescue and restore his people so we can live in the victorious, abundant life Christ died to give us, then now is the time for you to step up to join with your fellow Christians and national patriots. We must join effort against this evil. We must not comply with the mandates and more imposed by the evildoers. Their mandates are intended to harm us, even kill us. As Clay Clark said, do not comply or we die. No, we must fall on our faces, repent, and seek the Lord and reaffirm our allegiance to him. As my guest last week expressed, we must declare, God, thy kingdom will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now show me what I can do. Amen. If you are fed up with being manipulated, controlled, and oppressed on every side, then you are called to the front lines to lay siege to the victory Christ has already died to give us. We are in a spiritual battle, a battle God has already determined for our victory. Today's podcast is intended to more fully equip you with what you need to realize the victory Christ wants us to have, even in the midst of this present-day violent battle. God intends you to rise above all the enemy is doing and experience his abundant blessings. You won't want to miss today's podcast, and you'll want to share this with those you love to help them. The more of us who realize, claim, and live in victorious truth, the more light we will shed upon darkness, and the greater will be our reward. As I've expressed before, we only have two choices, good and evil, life and death, God or Satan. If we don't intentionally choose to place our faith in Jesus, by default, we align ourselves with the devil. Jesus said, Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Matthew chapter 12, verse 30. At this point on God's timeline, our choice is critically urgent. President Trump has said, and I quote, They are after you. It's just that I am in their way. Some may consider that statement to be arrogant. I see it as the tough love God had to use on us to get us to wake up and realize the truth. In early May, I had Bo Polney on my show. 
Beau refers to himself as a time analyst. He previously calculated times and seasons and patterns leading up to the 14th of May, which he said was a very significant day. He explained, while the day is pivotal, the events surrounding that date within maybe a 30-day period were what we needed to really watch. In follow-up, I've invited Bo back to help us better understand what he has analyzed about our present days and the months to come. He, like me and many others, since the months of June through September in this year to be highly significant in God's plan. Listen now to my follow-up interview with Bo Polney. Well, Bo Polney, I am so glad to have you back. I've been looking forward to this time with you because the last time you were on the show, because you were Times Analyst, you had revealed that you were expecting some significant events to occur on or around May 14th. And I've been waiting to find out, giving it <laughs> right. about a 30-day period. It's amazing how God plans everything from the, the end, the world. from the beginning, right? So he already knows the end. And so we live in this world of, oh my goodness, you know, there's the world is crazy and all this stuff going on. And, and yet God sits there and he just watches it all happen because it's, you know, he, he wrote the end it. He knows how this plays out. He's even told his, his bride, he's told us how this all plays out. And, and, you know, and then he's, he does, there's signs in, in the heavenlies, you know, like the Revelation 12 sign, you know, how amazing that was. Think about it, 2,000 years in advance, there was prophesied the Revelation 12 sign, the exact starry alignment of all these stars and how a star would come in and, you know, then it would give birth. And so it's really incredible how all the heavenlies depict what God is doing. It shows that God's busy. Like God's got a plan and he's, and he's an active God. He's, you know, he's, he's alive, you know, and, and he's watching all this happen. Uh, so it's truly amazing. And the reason I bring this up is because of what happened on May 14th. So like we talked about May 14th being a, a very important date in our world, an important time point. And so many people, you know, wondering, you know, what's going on, what what's happening. And we're seeing things are getting crazier. Last time we spoke, I said May is going to get crazier as we head into May and the end of May, because we're now we're into the end of May here and then into June. So June is going to be crazier than May was, right? And so we talked about how crazy, and when I say crazy, just in, insane events happening around the world, you know. So look what's happened since our last interview. The new flavor of the season, monkeypox now, right? It's just they keep pushing out this narrative of trying to scare people all the time. Like, it's crazy, you know? And then you find out that the picture that they used for the monkeypox was actually from shingles. I saw that and that they were actually repurposing an image that was used previously in published stories. They're being found out easily. And now with the internet and, and people, and there's a lot of wise people around, you know, that find these things very quickly. So, you know, they think we're stupid, but, you know, they're finding out now that we're really not. And that's why they're starting to freak out so much because they're getting basically boxed into a corner because the world is waking up and starting to realize, you know, what is happening. And we haven't even seen, like we last interview, we talked about Isaiah 61, right? The year of the Lord's favor and the day of his vengeance, right? So we haven't seen the day 
of his vengeance yet. So we're already seeing crazy things unfold. Uh, you know, their narratives falling apart here and there. You got, you know, the, the, the Durham report exposing all the things that Hillary, you know, the Clintons were doing. We talked about this too. You know, what does light do to darkness? It exposes the deals in the dark, right? So it shot, we're, we're getting a spotlight put onto the things that they've been doing in dark. In the darkness. And that every day as we head into the summer solstice, which is the longest day of the year, we're getting more and more exposure. So we haven't seen anything yet because we haven't seen the Isaiah 61 moment. And therefore, all this is, is everything going on is nothing but an absolute prelude the fireworks that are coming. <laughs> so it's getting really exciting. And so, you know, and hidden in all this is a mystery. You know, I knew something important was supposed to happen on the May 14th, just because it's such an amazing time calculation. You know, it's 888 months from the date Israel was proclaimed a state. You got to admit, that's a rather impressive piece of luck. And of course, we know it's not luck. Or coincidence, right? So there is no luck. And there are no coincidences within the Bible, okay? So, but you know, when God's involved, it's all by design. So if you look at the patterns of what happens, so I, I'm, a, I'm a pattern analyst. I analyze time, and a lot of the timing is patterns. And what got me into what I do is gold and silver and how the cycles replay themselves because basically gold and silver, as Haggai states, silver and gold is mine, saith the Lord. So the answer, the long-winded answer to your question is gold and silver, both of them, were falling for the past two months. They've been going down since March, meaning the price has been going down and those have seen it. And then particularly as I think as, as April um, into May began, it really started accelerating and you know it kept dropping and dropping. And then something truly fascinating happened. On Friday the 13th, gold and silver dropped and they made a final bottom. On Monday the 16th, Gold and silver turned and reversed vertical. Bottom line is that time point delineated in the price of God's money, the end of an era and the beginning of a new. So we're never going to see silver go lower or, or gold go lower than that price point that happened on May 14th. So basically the essence of what, if you look like a V, right? The apex, the bottom of the V was exactly May 14th weekend. So prices dropped for two months into the bottom and the apex of the V, and then they turned up. So why is that important? Because from a cycle standpoint, um, patterns and prices replicate or represent what God's doing. And what that means is when gold's going up, his glory is manifesting. When gold's going down, Evil's kind of got the reins and God's backed off a little bit and let them, pl and he's, he's, he's like, you know, you're fishing and let, let the line go out. And so what happened was that time point delineated the end of the old era that we knew. It's over. And on Monday, May 16th, the new era, the new world began. And so we've had the turn. So now we've, so on, uh, if you look at a V, the V was the apex that weekend. And all that's happening is gold is going to work its way up, work its way up, work its way up over the next few days and weeks, and then just moonshot. Okay. And the moonshot is going to delineate the physical manifestation we'll see historic occur. So something historic is coming here in the next few weeks uh, as we head into June. Uh, we got to, and then the next key date would be June 6th. 
June 6 is 666. In other words, the six months, six day, and the year is 2022. Add that up, you got a six. So this June 6 is 666. I've got a feeling God's going to turn that on them, flip it on their heads as a little entertainment. But June 6 also happens to be D-Day. Very powerful point in time because a lot of things happen. You know, D-Day was huge. Like everything changed on D-Day, you know, if you study the history behind it. And then probably the most important thing about June 6 is the next powerful time date is because it's Pentecost. So God does things on his feasts. So I don't know what that means. I'm just saying God does things on his feasts, right? That's why you know, the Red Sea miracle occurred on a feast. And then following that, the next key date would be just the seasons because God's a God of time and seasons. So what's the next big seasonal date? Well, how about the longest day of the year, June 21? So every day is as we talked about how light exposes the dark, the deals done in the dark, right? So we're about to see a massive spotlight. I mean, massive spotlight come on to the deals that were done in the dark as we head into June. So June's going to be historic of what's about to happen here. Um, and then, we, and then that doesn't even, uh, then that only leads us into July, which things get even crazier. So good. Just, you said you had a question. No, actually, I'm, I'm wanting to bring out the fact here that Dave Scarlett and a number of people are talking about this year, 2022. I believe Julie Green has too, prophetically spoken of the year 2022 as being the year of resolution for all these things to get resolved, the corruption being exposed and dealt with. And I have always sensed that it would be 2022. I was never part of the camp that looked at the elections for 2024. I, I agree with what you're saying. Sorry to interrupt. The, you're exactly right, because basically this is the year of Jubilee. Everything that's going to happen, you know, it's, it's based on Leviticus. So thou shalt consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land unto all of his inhabitants. So, so that's why. So to answer, so you're saying, I agree with you, what you're saying, but the year 2022, this year, and that's why. It's because of Leviticus. Well, these are exciting times, Bo, and the fact that you have such a history of looking at patterns and analyzing times and making the correlations and helping us see it. I want to thank you for the encouragement that you brought to people. Is there anything more that we should be aware of right now with this particular interview? Well, you know, if we want to continue talking about time, let us that is the essence of what I do. And this year being 2022, the year of Jubilee, right? So what does that mean? It means that it started on September 6, 2021. When I say it started, that's the start of God's year. Not our year. So there's a there's a huge difference. People perceive January one as the start of New Year. No, that's man's right. New Year. Okay, that's that's our New Year. But God's New Year. So we created our own. You're calendar. talking about the Hebrew calendar when you say it. The Hebrew. It's not even the Hebrew calendar. It's God's calendar. The Hebrew people just they hold God's calendar and they've been tracking it and using it. But it's God's calendar given to the Hebrews by God, so they're using it. But it's God's calendar, okay. right? So that's the beauty. That's the that's the best description you can give because it has nothing to do with the Hebrews. It has everything to do with God. It's His timeline. And so my point being, Rosh Hashanah is the start of the new year. And so that takes me to the 50-year Jubilee cycle, which is now, we're sitting in it. We talked also about May, June being a powerful time point. Why? Because from Rosh Hashanah, if you start counting months, we're in the ninth month. So we're at birth. 
So if a mother gives birth, it's at the ninth month. That's why we're waiting for this new era to be birthed. We've already seen it happen on the gold charts and the cycles. And then, and on that same day, I don't think I mentioned it, but that's there's a, there a historic blood moon. It was called a flower moon. It, what are the chances of it happening in the month of May? Mayflower, 400 years. That was the arrival of the Mayflower. So this is a, a repeat of history. Ecclesiastes, that which has been will be again. So to finish with a time pattern, the year doesn't end. This year of Jubilee doesn't end until September 25th. September 25th is Elul 29. And those who want to understand the importance of Elul 29, we'll get into the details of it, but Jonathan Kahn has written a book called Shemitah, the Shemitah cycle. And so we're in the eighth Shemitah. Now, why is that important? Well, because 888 months... Just happens to be the same year, 2022, which is the eighth Shemitah. There is eight people that stepped off the ark into a new era. God created everything in six days. He rested on the seventh day. And on the eighth day, the new world was here. Eighth is a new beginning. Yep. Eight is recognized as the number for a new beginning. Absolutely. So if you take eight, multiply that by 50 Leviticus cycles, you know, Leviticus 50 year Jubilee, take eight times that, what do you get? 400. Well, guess what 400 happened 400 years ago? The Mayflower landed. Like, math is crazy how all this just happens. And the only way it could happen is by design, by God's design. And so the point being is the year of uh, Jubilee does not end until September 25th, Elul 29. Very powerful time point. It's another huge feast because the next year now starts on, you know, that night. In Israel, in the 25th and the 26th, and then you got Rosh Hashanah starting over again. So all the events that we're talking about, all the things that we're waiting for, all the events that were about to happen, you know, the day and the hour is hidden in a mystery, and the event or events is hidden in a mystery, but we're here. We're here. May 14th has passed. We're just waiting for that one day the day of the Lord's vengeance, the Isaiah 61 moment. And potentially, I believe it, we could see that first massive move here potentially occur before the summer solstice. So something potentially, I think, is going to trigger here as we head into uh, into June and then within June. Something huge happens. Uh, Roe v. Wade is going to become official. When it becomes official, look for freakout sessions by the left. Look for riots to break out. It's going to get insane. God stated through several prophets that don't worry about the riots that break out because they're going to go crazy, insane when this happens, okay? God said, don't fear, don't worry about it because then he's going to do something to immediately, to very quickly bring that to an end. So I would suspect we're going to see earthquakes and volcanoes popping off in July. I would suspect we're going to see all kinds of, you know, godly events when God says he's going to intervene. That usually in my head means earthquakes, volcanoes popping off everywhere, um, you know, and there's been a big prophecy about San Francisco. So something like that is probably going to manifest here in July. Um, so don't be surprised that we see volcanoes, uh, earthquakes, uh, all kinds of worldly shakings uh, around the world in, uh, uh, you know, all over the world comes come to, come to starting in July. Uh, and then that takes us into the end, uh, into September, which then as, as summer ends, we head into fall. And, uh, and I think as, as this Shemitah cycle, as this, you know, as a year comes to a close in September 25th, 
expect crazier. God's going to have another you know, massive event uh, triggering probably in there. Uh, we're going to have market crashes and all kinds of stuff happen. Um, and then, you know, and then once all of this is complete, once the crashes, once the crash is complete, the financial crash of the dollar and the stock market is complete. Only then does 45, does Trump return. Because the crash goes down, it'll be the Biden crash, not the Trump crash. And then, so I would expect, um, since I've, you know, been kind of looking at this over the past week, that we're going to have a return of 45, the Trump returns, uh, uh, early fall. Well, it's all very, very encouraging. And I know that you use the gold and silver because God said in his word, all the gold and silver is his. And that's part of why that's an important point in your measuring of time and events. It, it allows me to see forward. So when prophets speak, I can look at the cycle that's coming because he shows me how to look at, understand his patterns. And so I can look forward. So to like today, I was looking forward several months in gold and silver. So I, I can see where the, where the key points, breakaway points can occur. And so those are very interesting because they they line up with much with a lot of prophecy. So everything um, is lined up. If uh, the stars are lined up or the charts are lined up with the stars, let's just put it that way. Um, I think that's a good place to uh, uh, to you know to kind of summarize what we're talking about. Well, boy, I want to thank you so very much. I mean, this is the year of jubilee. We've got a lot ahead of us. Uh, we'll be seeing a lot more, and you're giving us just some inklings of what we should expect, and I want to thank you. How can people get a hold of you? My website um, has a lot of updates um, and it kind of just more details and more information of what I see. Uh, website's gold2020, so 2020forecast.com. And for most recent videos and interviews, I usually post everything or have everything posted on both YouTube, and you can just put my name in on YouTube, or you can go to Rumble and put my name in on Rumble, and, they're, and usually they're both in both those locations. All right, now I'm going to hold you to it. If something else comes to you, if you're doing your analysis and you find something else big is going to happen, you let me know so I can have you back on the program. Absolutely. It's going to start here. You know, we could see something happen here very, very shortly, but something's going to trigger here in the month of June. Because uh, everything's going to turn up. So gold and everything turns up, goes vertical starting in June. So the question is, what's the triggering event? And I honestly believe it's going to be, uh, Roe v. Wade is going to be officially, you know, official. So just, you know, when things happen, you, you get on your knees and you thank God because he's got this. Absolutely. All right. I look forward to having you back, Bo. Bo mentioned from May 14th forward, we should expect evidence that we have entered a new beginning because the trend of the declining value of gold hit bottom. The number eight represents a new beginning, which takes me to Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, which reads, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Oh, yes, Lord, let us unite in prayer seeking you to give us that kind of a new beginning. Bo also mentioned June 6th, which was Pentecost Sunday, as highly significant in the spiritual realm, believing this was the time when God began turning the works of the enemy upon the enemy's head, upon those who cooperated with his evil plans against God's people. 
I think we're seeing evidence of the enemy's plans being turned back on his head in several situations, including that of the Supreme Court's leaked document revealing the yet-to-be-released decision in the Dobbs case that will overturn Roe v. Wade, restoring power to the states to decide the issue of abortion. And did you hear what Biden said he was considering doing if the courts rule to overturn Roe v. Wade? He said he's considering issuing executive orders to blunt the effect of the Supreme Court's overturning Roe v. Wade, Talk about tyrannical dictator abuse of power. Does he know the Supreme Court can declare an executive order unconstitutional? And when the Supreme Court rules on a constitutional issue, that judgment is virtually final. Its decisions can be altered, but only by the rarely used procedure of constitutional amendment or by a new ruling of the court. Well, concerning Roe v. Wade, the expected new ruling in the Dobbs case should therefore be final. Even so, I don't suspect this truth will prevent Biden and the 25 Democratic senators who wrote to Biden to exert executive orders to avert them from attempting their plans. After all, they've broken every other rule and countless laws in their governing methods since January 2020. Because years ago it was prophetically declared that Roe v. Wade would be overturned, I'm expecting to see this battle play out, and we will no doubt be watching the enemy's plans turn back upon them. Bo mentioned the longest day of the year, the summer solstice, will occur on June 21st. His consideration is that this could be a day of the enemy losing more ground because light dispels darkness. So this day having extended daylight hours is potentially a day for advancing God's kingdom on earth, pushing back the darkness. Bo also pointed to September 25th, which is Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. September 25th represents the end of the present Hebrew year of 5782. Bo stated he believes this is a jubilee year. He also mentioned the Shemitah year, which is the year of release, also known as a sabbatical year. So, beginning September 7, 2021, we entered a Shemitah year. In the Shemitah year, debts are to be forgiven, agricultural lands to lie fallow, private land holdings to be open, and the commons and staples such as food storage and perennial harvests to be freely redistributed and accessible to all. Regarding a jubilee year, God says... Consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. Each of you is to return to your family property and to your own clan. The 50th year shall be a jubilee for you. Do not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the untended vines. For it is a jubilee and it is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. Leviticus 25.10-12 This means a jubilee year is a year of restoration. It's an economic, cultural, environmental, and communal reset when the land and people rest and all those who are in slavery are set free to return to their communities. Considering the Shemitah and Jubilee year, along with the adamant claims by many of the respected prophets today who have claimed the food shortages, water shortages, food transport, and more will not impact God's people, I see this as more reason to believe the plans of the enemy will indeed be turned on his head. Bo spoke of a tremendous market crash that the cabal thinks they are causing so they can recreate the banking system they want. However, Bo believes God is simply allowing them to do this to destroy the current corrupt financial system. Then God will order things according to his plan and restore the dollar to a gold standard. Bo mentioned he expects to see great natural disasters, and many of the prophets have spoken about this as well. Volcanoes, unusual weather patterns, powerful windstorms, and more. Julie Green and Amanda Grace have had words from the Lord about such events with the assurance that they are meant as judgment against our enemies and therefore nothing we should fear. As the global elites plan to create a great reset, 
God has already got his Shemitah and Jubilee Global set up in motion, which will trump anything they seek to do. And speaking of Trump, Bo said he believes Donald Trump will return to office by the end of September. In my spirit, I have believed Trump will return as president before the 2024 election and that he won't need to be elected again because he already won. Now, I've had no idea of how that might play out. However, when I listened to Johnny Inlow today, interviewed by Steve Schultz, I was delighted to hear a scenario that just might be how Trump returns. This has to do with how the United States was changed from a republic to a corporation in 1871. It's believed that 2022 is the year the United States will be restored to a republic and President Trump will be the first president of the restored republic. A fascinating potential you can learn more about from Johnny Inlow using the link I have in the show notes. Now, let's do some analysis of our own. The year 1871 was 151 years ago. Within the 151 years, we have three cycles of Shemitahs. Each Shemitah totals 49 years. And with three cycles, we would have 147 years. And we have three Jubilee years at the end of each Shemitah cycle. Combined, we have exactly 151 years. Given this much, I'm quite excited about the possibilities for God's rescue, release, and restoration of America and the world. What about you? Next week, we'll once again consider current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview to be constantly aware of how God wants us to respond to experience the victory Christ has already died to give us. If you've benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast in order for me to continue to bring you truth mainstream media is not bringing you that is also presented from a biblical worldview. I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase my own books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, at checkout and get a 20% discount. In determining which affiliate sponsors I want to bring you, I've thought about what we all share in common, especially worldwide. And most certainly, we find our health and our finances are at risk. So we must be proactive in both. That's why I'm pleased to bring you Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack Supplements. They contain zinc, quercetin, and vitamin C and D, which are formulated in just the right amount to help you boost your immune system. So use the link in my show notes to get 15% off. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through social media and my blog. And in fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. I hope you'll take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed in the show notes and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. And as a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts that I offer in appreciation. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.